Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, editor here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. Make sure you stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you go for your podcast needs. Now, in today's episode, I'm joined by Ronan Copeland, Group VP and General Manager, EMEA at DocuSign. We're here today to talk about why companies need to care about contract lifecycle management. Ronan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. It's great to be with you. Thanks for the invite. No, no worries at all. Thank you for um, taking the time to come on today. Ronan, before we get into these questions, could you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, and kind of what uh, you guys at DocuSign are up to right now? Absolutely. Um, uh, thanks very much for that uh, intro, Matt. Um, I have the privilege of leading the uh, organization here for DocuSign EMEA. Uh, I'm based out of uh, Dublin, from where I'm talking from with you today. Uh, have been in the industry, gosh, probably longer than I care to remember, but uh, over 20 odd years now at this point. Uh, been with DocuSign for about eight of those years, uh, where we have brought uh, e-signature to the market and where we continue to innovate uh, for the market here uh, locally for, uh, for EMEA. And that's my role. Um, you know, I get the, uh, as I say, the privilege of leading the organization here, uh, where we're bringing solutions that solve real business problem, particularly around the whole area of uh, digitization and what benefits we can bring there. Yep. And, and that, that's kind of the first point that I want to start this conversation of. Why is there necessarily a need for companies to digitize the way they manage their agreements? And what kind of shifts in this space have we kind of seen in the last five, 10 years? Yeah, I think there's a number of shifts or underlying emotions that are pushing towards digitization. I think, first of all, generally, as consumers, you, I, everybody, we all expect digitization first. We all expect a digital experience uh, in pretty much everything we do, whether it's listening to music or uh, whether it's engaging with apps or, or, or whatever online activity you're doing today. And there we bring that into the business world as well, don't we? Uh, so we want our activities and how we engage and how we execute that business activity. We want it to be digital first in as much as that is possible. And I think that's what's pushing uh, a lot of organizations towards digitization. And then layer on top of that, just the benefits that those organizations see in terms of efficiencies, in terms of effectiveness, in terms of de-risking their business, in terms of maximizing opportunities, in terms of minimizing risks, uh, the, the, the case for digitization becomes very clear very, very quickly. Yeah. And, and one thing that I wanted to kind of like ask you about, it's sort of in that vein as well is, you know, I'm, I'm 24. I, I couldn't imagine sort of relying on, on paper sort of physical signatures, you, you know, at all, really. Mm. Um, it just seems so you know, slow, cumbersome, um, and maybe even not as secure in terms of, you know, you sign something digitally and you kind of have that copy no matter what kind of device you're on. Um, with, with that in mind, you know, do, do paper contracts even have a future? 
You know, I would say for uh, a digitally aware organization with a full digital strategy, I would say probably not, that uh, most organizations with that mindset are pushing for full digitization of every contract of every agreement. So paper contracts in that forum do not have a future. And and to, um, I suppose, boost that case, uh, what we've found in our research is that for every um, uh, agreement that is completed using DocuSign, uh, there is a saving of an average about 30 pounds per document. So the business case is there as well as, if you like, the end user case. Now, having said all of that, not every organization or every person within that organization or indeed every end user is going to want to give up what we call their wet signature, signing something on a piece of physical paper. So in many respects, there's a cultural shift required as well as a technology shift, as well as a business shift. And that cultural shift will probably take a little bit more time. And uh, but I do fully expect over the next several years, fast forward five, 10 years, that paper contracts will be gone, uh, will be largely absent uh, from the business world as well as from the private world when you go to uh, execute that contract in your, in your private as well as your, your business life. So, so with that, with that being said, and I definitely think you've raised some quite important points there. Um, could could you tell our listeners a little bit about what contract lifecycle management is and why the enterprise should care about it? Yeah, sure thing. So, uh, contract lifecycle management is the name that's uh, given to a category of technologies that allow you to prepare, sign, store, and act on your business agreements. So, for example, uh, you sign a uh, employment contract today. Well, using CLM, you can not only uh, I can not only prepare that contract to send to you, and then you physically sign. But once it uh, returns then to the employer, they get to store that. They can uh, integrate that with other applications and other technologies so that they can then share some of the data stored within that contract with other applications or other parts of the business or indeed other uh, workflows that need to happen and come off of that. Um, And then they can have that in perpetuity. So for as long as that contract is active, they can act on um, maybe the terms that are in that contract. Or, um, you know, uh, after reviews, instead of it just sitting uh, in a filing cabinet somewhere not being acted upon, you can uh, examine that contract. You can understand, again, what what, what opportunities might be in there. What are my... Um, uh, what are the actions I need to take based on uh, that contract, what are the responsibilities I need to live up to, what do you need to live up to, and so on. So it becomes more of a a living piece, uh, a living document that we can have and we can uh, can leverage. So as I say, taking it out of that uh, filing cabinet and making more of a, a living asset that we can both leverage. Does that make sense? It, it absolutely does make sense. And I think you've, what, what you, one thing that you've touched on quite a few times is just how far we've come uh, in the last few years, especially when it comes to the way companies have been approaching digitalization and the amount of new sort of tech that's been emerging. Do you think there's a certain level of digitalization fatigue that's starting to set in amongst businesses? Um, I would suggest that from what we see in the marketplace and my own personal observations is that companies are hungrier, are hungry rather, to digitize as fast as possible and then when they begin to see the benefits as much as possible. So oftentimes what we hear from our customers is uh, we want to use DocuSign in this use case. 
so this particular way of using it to solve this particular challenge. But as soon as they begin to see the benefits coming out of that, they're hungry then to expand it to that next use case or that next department. Uh, and that's in many ways uh, how a company's use of DocuSign can spread from one department, one use case to another. I do think you need to be um, you know, mindful of how you're doing your digitization. So not everything either needs or should be digitized, but maybe maximizing the return that you get from those digitization projects is important and showing real benefit to your employees, your customers, as well as the bottom line and the top line. So I think uh, you, you gotta look at it in that mind frame, but from what we see when I talk to customers, every one of them wants to do more, sees it as a no-brainer and wants to extend our technology to help them to do that. Got it, got it. And, and my kind of final question, um, you know, where, where are kind of, it, are all of these trends leading? You know, what, what do you feel like are some of the biggest challenges that are going to emerge in the next few years and how can companies address those or prepare for those right now? Yeah, I see there's, uh, there's, there's, there's many challenges out in the world today, right? Uh, I think all of us are, are acutely aware of them particularly around costs, uh, particularly around uh, eliminating risk uh, in the environment that we, we play in, as well as uh, there's a very big shifting social environment as well. Uh, not only are we serving customers and employees, but we're also serving society in a broader sense. And what I mean by that is, or I guess the challenge for a lot of companies is going to be, how do we meet customers' expectations and employees' expectations and end users' expectations, not just in how we do business and how we provide them with solutions and uh, technology and so on, but also how our values match their values. So I think getting ahead of that, keeping ahead of that, making sure that we're seen to be net benefiters of the the, the communities, the cities, the the customers we serve, um, that's also gonna be an ongoing challenge that will no doubt evolve and morph over time. So it's something that we as business leaders need to stay very, very connected to. Well said, well said. Ronan, thank you so much for joining us today and taking the time to uh, reveal some of those insights. It's a pleasure, Matt. Thanks for the invite again. Yeah, no worries at all. And thank you to everyone who listened as well. We hope you took a lot away from today's podcast, but for further information on what we talked about, head on over to DocuSign.com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms, follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn, and for more great daily content, please head on over to EM360Tech.com.